welcome to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleina. I want to invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleina Hour, The Power of Water and Water Life Science. I'm the founder of Biologic Aqua Research Center here in Oregon and down in Grants Pass, Southern Oregon. And the world out there in the water issues has startled me through the years. They weren't prioritizing it. Water. Water is your health. They always have proven that water can heal. It's alive. It's a living species of life. It brought all life to earth to, to live. What did we do to forget about it and let it become a crisis? Now the water in you is why I started this radio show 13 years ago. To bring scientists and scholars and authorities in to work with me and like you're listening to a laboratory as discussion of education because you needed better education about water and your health. And why you are made up of water. You'd heard about it. You've heard about it forever. But I bring it out. That mother, when she's carrying that little baby in that womb of water, there was a nature's reason to develop a life that when it would be born and come out to the atmosphere to live in the water vapor of the atmosphere and live from the beginning of time to its passing death, it have the water it needed with nature. Each of your organs has a percentage of water. Every organ. And that's what nature is trying to do in that womb. That's why the time it's taking and what it's trying to achieve is such a miracle of nurturing and breath of life, a breath of life from the beginning to when it arrives. When that baby arrives, that baby, there are no two fingerprints alike. There are no skins alike. There are no two eyes alike. That whole baby, that new human being of life. Every bit of it is there it's a different life. It's what a miracle all this is. Have you ever noticed we don't really look a lot alike? You know, sometimes you kind of startle each other and you think, oh they look a lot alike. I guess they don't really. And that's our that's the miracle. Uh, something else we've been teaching that is fascinating, and I've been doing a lot of interviewing with doctors all over the world and your oral cavity education and then also the organ of the eye education. You're not, they're, they're not educating you how they function. Here we have this COVID-19, and you're startled by what's going on. 
But before that, you had the flu, the cold, the, the allergies, and other things, too. You were startled what was going on. You're not getting the education about when you go to the physician and you should have a symptom of complaint. And yeah, we all go when it's a little later and not right away. And we want the doctor to be God. Well, that's not going to be the case. The doctor goes to medical school learns how to figure out maybe those symptoms a little bit. We got to work at it harder, and it's always been the way it should be. We work at it. We get to know ourselves from birth. I'm going to teach you something else today. And with our guests, I'm going to bring it up too. The oral cavity of your mouth. You got a tongue. I bet you were taking it for granted. Oh, not anymore. The oral cavity of the mouth and that tongue play a part in this virus that you're learning now. When you talk, and the louder you talk, and the more you talk, you open up your mouth and the humidity comes out from your mouth. Or... There could be a little bit of tiny spit once in a while. Sliva, don't get fancy about what you call it. Spit. Now, when the baby is laying there crying, the baby is picking up a tone, listening to itself. And as it's picking up that tone, listening to itself, it picks up a tone that's different than everybody else's tone Almost completely. Have you ever heard somebody talking and recognized who they were before you saw them by their tone of voice? Yeah. Happens all the time. Ah. What is that? That's that saliva on the tongue. When you brush your teeth, be sure and wash your, brush your tongue too. Don't forget it. Now, with the organ of the eye, there are no two eyes alike. And have you noticed how people are not taught what is happening with this COVID-19 with the, tongue, with the eyes? It, been, you've been learning and hearing. All of a sudden, you were hearing, maybe you should wear goggles. Now, are there countries out there that are having them wear masks and encouraging glasses to protect that organ of the eye? Now, the surface of the organ of the eye is 99% water. Now, I'm going to repeat that. 99% water to give you your immunity strength to protect you from bacteria, and problems coming in through the organ of the eye. Now, why did nature do that? When you were born, the eyelid opens, and your eyes are open to the world, not covered by the skin like the rest of you is covered by the skin all day. Now, how serious is this? This is this 
strain of this virus would slow way down if everybody would start helping each other with what I'm calling the Global Health Olympics. You've got to learn that that I is the carrier. It's the carrier. Now, why was there an invention called technology called Nature's Tears I Missed? It was put out there many, many years ago with a technology, with my background, knowing the behavior of evaporation of the body, living with the evaporation of the atmosphere. It's, it's, you've got to be able to supplement that evaporation of the body. And then the organ of the eye has to be supplemented because it does dry eye is a multi-billions-of-dollar market. People are going blind out there for many reasons because of dry eye. There would never have been one bit of equipment invented for your eye examinations or whatever, all the way down to eye drops, refractive eye surgery, and more. If it wasn't for the word dry eye disease, it's out of control. Now, we're not hearing very much about it from anybody out there much, which startles me. It startles me because that's the carrier, always has been, for everything. You need to maintain that organ's water protection for the immunity strength for the rest of your giving you the the balance the ph balance necessary now you had you've been learning through the years about ph balance acid mammal protection for bacteria protection well that's what it's all about in the whole body for immunity strength to protect you we've got to begin to fight this virus and get smarter. We gotta get smarter. And we gotta stop blaming. But people haven't understood why they should be wearing the mask. It's that spit that comes out when you're talking. When your your humidity will come out and then some spit will come once in a while. Lands on something and then you touch it or somebody touches it and takes it over to the organ of the eye. And it's a carrier. Now, there is only one technology worldwide to protect that organ of the eye universally for its protection for that immune system, not to alter that, that, that immunity because everything else is too heavy. It'll over-evaporate the organ of the eye. It's Nature's Tears I Missed, the sponsor of our show. I've watched people be, I'm going to be upfront, kind of ignorant about that organ of that eye. And I've said to doctors all over the world, you're not educating this. And then I said to doctors, and we're going to have a very well-known doctor on at the end of September, on oral cavities, a scientist from UCLA. 
about that spit. It's vital. We need help, and it's so simple for the rest of our lives. This virus, I've watched the strain. I've studied that strain. And what happened? I knew it was going to become alarming because it wouldn't be the same everywhere. It's because no two people are born exactly alike, and that spit comes out when you're talking, and it touches something, it touches the, you touch the eye, and it becomes contaminating if the organ of the eye is not maintained. Now, we're back to water. You've got to drink a lot of water for the immunity strengths of the body. You've got to learn your breathing exercises. You've got to learn how to eat correctly. Yes, you can cheat once in a while, but learn those immunity strengths and what you eat and stay in condition the best you can for your body to have an immunity strength. You'll beat this virus. We'll show it. Go against it like you're out to be uh, win the Olympics. Get the gold medal. It's going to take a lot of us. We need to help each other with education. Now, today, we've got a very special guest on Kevin Kearns. I have made such good friends with out of Boston, a global trainer. We've had him on many times, and I'll have him tell us a little bit about his life and his background. And then we're going to introduce Ken Baum, who's an entrepreneur, author, and works with, um, as a changer in... um, in the business world as an authority there um, for, with performance psychology. And I'm really fascinated what Ken's going to be teaching us and why Kevin wanted to introduce him to us as audience. You, Kevin has really been introducing us to very extraordinary people. So uh, we're going to listen to our sponsor first, and then we're going to come back with Kevin Kearns to introduce us to Ken Baum. Um, we'll listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears I Mist. With just a mist, it's 100% water, all pH balanced naturally. doesn't have to be a concoction. It's not a formulation. And uh, tested upside and down the other through the years with scientists and around the world to be that ideal technology for immunity strength of the eye. With just a mist, can be universal for every member of Walk of Life as a family. Well, listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, with just a mist, and we'll come back with Kevin Kearns and Ken Baum. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. 
All natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You're listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. I want to invite you uh, and li- have you listen to uh, with the show today with Kevin Kearns, who's been on me for many, many times. I've just thoroughly enjoyed his background. Uh, Kevin is over in the Boston area and has been a global trainer. And been very much affected by this COVID-19 because he does, his world is training. And people were slowed down because of quarantine and um, what they've been going through for their training, physical training, mental training. Kevin, are you with us? I am, Sharon. I am. And you're going to pronounce right, Boston. You what? I said you need to pronounce it right, it's Boston. Not Boston. Boston. Oh, Boston. That's how we say it. <laughs> well, how do you say Oregon? I don't ask. You don't want to. I'll torture it. Yeah, you probably say Oregon. I do say Oregon. <laughs> and it's Oregon. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I, can't, I can't go there. Okay, we both did our little thing. <laughs> You're a very special guy, and that's why I enjoyed getting to know you, and you take serious the... I call it the Global Health Olympics because you do get around. But tell our audience a little bit about your background and then tell them about your magazine, too, and your book. Sure, Sharon. I appreciate that. It's been a great few months getting to know you. Uh, Background-wise, you know, people can read my book on Kindle or buy a paperback version. It's called Always Pick Last, A Guide to Finding Your Way in Life. It's about anti-bullying. And it's how I grew up in a little city called Everett, Massachusetts, 20 minutes out of Boston. Uh, during, you know, kind of some interesting times. I was born in the 60s and into the 70s and, you know, time of busting and everything else like that. Uh, we weren't, you know, we weren't by any means wealthy um, at all. You know, my father was uh, a, uh, a building inspector for the town. My mother worked part-time in the school system. The three families, but I had a loving family. The thing that was rough about me is I didn't have any athletic ability at all. So I literally, that's why my book's called Always Pick Last, because people can identify with that. I was picked last, and mm-hmm. I, was picked on, I was picked on constantly. I was bullied physically. Um, as I tell everybody, the book is, is an easy read, and it's a not easy read because when a lot of people can identify with some of the situations I got in and some of the circumstances. 
Well, now, Kevin, I'm going to ask you something. When you say you were uh, picked on, but why don't you just say you were being bullied? Maybe I was bullied. Yeah, I was. I was okay. physically and, bullied. And that's a problem forever going on for people. Yes. That uh, yes. bully. Now, why do you think? May I ask you? You've had a lot of time, and you've written a book. Why do you think some people will bully another person? I think that, you know, that has to do a lot with home life. You know, are with they what? With getting, what? With home life. With home life. Okay. And what's, what's their home life, you know? Plus, they weren't taught right, you know, um, whatever. Do you think, you know, wait a minute, can I'm going to interrupt you a little bit, because this, this is a good one, too. So, I want to ask you, so that means at home, maybe they're being bullied. Yes. And, you know, Kevin, I will tell you, I've studied a little bit about the behavior of human life. It's called environmental conditions at home. Um, when you when that person comes out of the house and wants to go up to somebody and begin to antagonize them, to provoke them, to come to come back at them, they want them to. They want them to to do it. But if the person isn't going to respond, they get more agitated and more of a bully to tease and because if the person just wants to ignore the behavior, if that's the person's, do you think those people get bullied more because they want to ignore the behavior than the person who will try to fight back? In general, yeah, because they're, they're the run to the litter. Right. Okay. They're the easy. They're the easy target. Okay. Yeah. Because they're finding that amusing. That the person exactly. wants to well, fight back. Uh, the person, it, it, first of all, doesn't, doesn't want to fight back. But exactly. if you fight back, they they're they're startled that you're fighting back. Exactly. And, and okay. let's go a little deeper in that. What is that? That's about attention. Maybe they're the middle child. Maybe they're getting beat up by their older brother. Maybe their yeah. father's an alcoholic. Maybe they're, you know, maybe they're getting beat up by them. Who knows what it is? And they yeah. have to take... Emotions are very, very challenging, right? Especially at a young age, especially at preteen and teenage years. You know, dealing with all the hormones, you know, from girls to boys. I mean, boys have to deal with testosterone, the aggression. And how do yeah. they filter it? They usually filter it down. Now, if somebody... You know, my father used to say he wasn't a, an athlete and like that. And he used to say, just punch him in the nose. I, and I just didn't have it in me. I was too good of a kid. And that made me an easy target. And then when my father died of alcoholism, that doesn't mean he was a bad person. He was a functional alcoholic. He was a great uh-huh. father. When he, when he died when I was 12 and he was 48, which is considered really young then, it's really young now. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. in my world changed, and the bullying got worse, and then I, I found my first love in the martial arts. Now, I'm going to ask you something also. Um, were you a very tall person compared to most of the bullies? As I tell people today at 54, I can be 6'8", an 800-pound gorilla in two seconds. No, I'm 5'7", and 175 <laughs> pounds fit, you know. You're 5'7", you're 5'7". So you grew uh, up a little shorter, pounds. and was the yep. bully a little? Was the bully a bigger person? No, same size. Okay, okay. 
Well, I, can I tell I you feel- one real quick? I'll tell you real quick one, a story I get a kick because my brother uh, who passed away, who was my closest friend, you would have liked him. He was a Marine um, and um, for four years as a captain, he went to school at Wharton, got an MBA, became an economist, world known. He was only 5'10", but when we were younger, we were like mother and dad racist, like twins. And for some reason, the kids, some people liked to pick on him. He wasn't that tall yet. And um, so he always had me, Kevin, <laughs> to take to take him on. <laughs> I was just a little taller. <laughs> yep. I looked like a girl. I acted like a girl, but... You touch my brother, you can. <laughs> um, but my brother, it was always a joke when he went to Vietnam to be a warrior as a captain. They were wondering if I was going to go, Kevin. Because <laughs> ah. uh, he, he was, um, he, he, but he ended up being a Marine. And, um, but back to your world, then you became, um, a tr- you got involved in martial arts. You got involved with, uh, concerning yourself or others who are being bullied and girls get bullied too by oh, guys yeah. and girls. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, it's, both, it's out both, of control. Bullying. Uh, both my daughters, they were three and four years old, all have trained in martial arts extensively with me. All of them. So I told uh-huh. them, I said, I always, I always tell clients or anybody that I do any self-defense training with because I tell everybody, look, I, I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed. You know, I'm not the best fighter because, I, you know, it, it, it's a technique base. And the first thing you learn is self-control and discipline. And if it gets right. to the fit, you know, I'll always use my mind and my mouth first. And, but if right. it gets physical, I said, you know, you basically let them know when you hit them that they shouldn't hit you again. Right. They all shouldn't come after you. You know, that's just the way it is. Right. And my daughters have been taught extensively. I mean, crying out loud, I used to have UFC fighters at my house and they used to wrestle with them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you find that out there in our world today, and oh, are we learning today, Kevin? about people want you to fight back. And if you don't fight back, all of a sudden they're going like, uh-huh. But people who fight back, they back off. Uh, well, let's just say they find another avenue. But um, now I hear that I was told that Ken is on. Oh, great. Yeah, Kevin, uh, Ken, you're... I want to introduce the audience to Ken Baum, our guest today. And Ken, Ken are you there with us? Can you hear me? Ken, yeah. are you there with us? I yeah, am here. I, I, oh, we got, I'm going to tease you for a minute. We got our mystery guy here. We've been waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> were, you were you having um, uh, a great breakfast before you came on? <laughs> No, actually, I was I was thinking it was it was one p.m. Pacific Standard Time, so oh, I was had, he, I was on another he had project. A senior moment. Like, he had a senior moment. That's right, Ken. <laughs> Ken, so you're 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 in Cal, you're on the West Coast like I am. Correct. Okay, 
And how long have you lived in California? Uh, most of my life. I was born here, lived in Nebraska for eight years, lived in Lake Tahoe for eight years, or for, for a year, but mostly all California. All right. Well, Kevin wanted us to meet you. He had very good things to say about you. And then the audience, okay. I want you to know that Ken Baum has really done a lot in his life. But Ke- Kevin, tell us why you wanted to have Ken on today. Well, you know, I, I, I have a hard time calling him Ken because, you know, Ken is one of my coaches and he is a mentor and a close friend that I met. God, Ken, how many minutes? Was it 10 years ago? Probably. About right? 10 years ago, yeah. Now, okay, real coach. quickly, uh, Kevin, I'm going to say something. Ken, you coach Kevin Kearns? <laughs> I coach many coaches. <laughs> I'm the coach uh, well, I, I need to tell you real quickly, I kind of befriended Kevin the first time he came on the show. And I've been fascinated with what all you guys are doing out there and uh, what that world is all about, especially with COVID-19. And more for the, I call it the Global Health Olympics. What are we doing here with our young people and uh, our warriors, our soldiers, our police officers? What are we doing with all that and personal training and homes and keeping people healthy and corporate life and more? And well, so I first got the, the to know Ke- Kevin, and he wanted us to get to know you because he thinks you've done some ex- very exceptional things. Kevin, now you can tell us a little bit about Ken. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll sum this up real quick, okay, because, you know, we're short on time. Coach Ken has been around for, I mean, Coach Ken is, Coach, are you, are you 60 or under 60 now? I forget. I'm 60. All right, so Coach Ken looks about 40. He won't say that, and, but I will because <laughs> he looks about 40. And what I respect about him is he is a legit martial artist, legit. He's trained and coached many people similar to the way I've coached people. And then he got into the whole mental edge thing, okay? And that's one of his big comments. Good for you, just Ken. For, just, not just for athletics, but for business, you know? Mm-hmm. Mental mm-hmm. edge for business, you know? Mind over business. So getting into the whole mind structure. And, mm-hmm. you know, he's had his ups and his downs, and we've gone through that because he's self-employed like I do. And you know what? When you're self-employed, as you are too, Sharon, you're the ultimate survivor. You're the ultimate hunter and warrior because every day you've got to get up, you know, you're looking at the angles and, and you know, going, okay, i got to do this. i got to adjust this. You're like, a, and I'm not trying to say this to be egotistical, you're like a Marine. Overcome and adapt. Adjust. And COVID has really made us adjust. And one of the things I love most about Coach Ken is during this whole COVID time, he was always putting out positive stuff. We were both putting out positive stuff, playing off each other. And he did something extremely, and we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, extremely entertaining and interesting. And, and I'm a big fan, as Coach Ken knows, and he is too, think outside the box, or as my Boston accent would say, color, with my Boston accent, outside the lines. And he started showing people woodworking to keep their minds occupied. And I'm like, wow. I go, that was like next level stuff. Woodworking. Was, I mean, <laughs> come on, who would think of that? Woodworking. You know? So, <laughs> so, so, I mean, it was just, you know, because what's the problem here? We're, we're you know, as, as, as uh, Professor Tim Bashad said months ago, one of my other mentors, he said, you know what? When we, we put prisoners 
isolation. Now our families are in isolation. People are living on top of each other. You know, domestic violence is up. Alcohol, uh, sobriety is down. Alcoholism is up. You know, uh, anxiety, depression, suicide's up. People are losing their jobs. Divorce is up. You know, it's all up, and, and right. you've got to find a way, a way to channel it. So, you know, I'm turning it over to Coach Ken because okay, gotta, here we he, go. He, 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 he needs to get on a second time because he's a plethora of information, whether it be... Ken, you need to tell us a little fitness. bit about your background uh, real quickly, if you would. And how did well, you become involved and, um, and, and you stuck right to it and you found different channels of, of what you were needed to do and you learned. Tell us a little bit about you. The mind is the limit. You're what right. we think is what we, what we become. I wrote a book called The Mental Edge over 21 years ago, still in publication by Putnam Parigy. That book changes people's lives because it takes what is complicated and makes it simple. The idea is to take mental training so that everybody can use it without hocus-pocus, without going into a religious state, but to take how we think, how we feel, how we visualize, how we talk to ourselves, and turn it into power. COVID is not a problem. COVID is an opportunity. There are many things we'll be doing, like I'm playing a guitar right now. I'm building home projects. I'm writing two new books. It's not a problem. It's an opportunity. We have the chance to bond with our family, get closer with our family, or we get farther away. It's a choice. And when it comes to choice, we need to pre-play what we want. So think about how our day is going to be. Like this morning, I talked to my girlfriend, Summer. What's our day going to be like today? How is this going to be a great day? We actually did it on Sunday night. We didn't wait for Monday to come. We, wait, we do it on Sunday. So we set up how it's going to be in advance. Don't let the day dictate your mood and attitude. You dictate your mood and attitude. You kick that day's ass. And you say, you know, this is the way I'm going to do it. And nothing's going to stop me. That's how I feel. I've seen over 71 world Olympic and national champions, billionaires, CEOs. I've done it all. And what I find is the great equalizer is the mind. And it's an easy thing to condition and change if we choose to. Or it's a very easy thing to fall into peer pressure, group think, and get into this lousy funk that people are in because of COVID, because of the election, and letting other people run roughshod over their lives with no thought and no power in their own soul and heart. You are right, Ken. You are right on. Um, My brother, who I was talking about earlier, who became a Marine, went and got his MBA in Horton in business, but also in human resource, became very valuable throughout the world consulting or big corporations on your thinking and your company and how you pick each they pick the people out from the janitor on up and it's it's your thinking um, of course if the marine corps teaches them that way um, i'm a believer of our troops I'm a big, I've been awarded a flag from the White House with what my mm-hmm. company has done for the troops. <laughs> but awesome. back uh, with a flag. It's just gorgeous from here. But in Oregon, up in Portland. But anyway, um, back to the whole thing, Ken. 
you're right spot on, and Kevin's been right spot on, that if you don't get them mentally. Now, I'm going to ask you something, Ken. I know you've done a lot of training, but what have you done with schools, the kids? Well, I just got back from Ely, Nevada, the Ely Shoshone tribe, and gave a program called the Mental Edge for Teens. Mm-hmm. And it sees the opportunities that, that's in front of us to not look at the color of their skin or their race, but to realize they have an incredible opportunity and power to be who they want to be, and it starts with choice. One of the things I left them with is there's nothing more powerful than a made-up mind. You need to make up that mind, what you want to do, who you want to be. These are mainly 8th and ninth graders and a senior, and they uh-huh. live on a reservation, and they're in the middle of nowhere, 240 miles north of Las Vegas, in the middle of no place. And, mm-hmm. and instead of feeling stuck, we turn it into an opportunity of a, of a great place with great opportunity. I've trained thousands and thousands of kids, and that is the springboard of the book I'm writing here right now called The Mental Edge for Teen, How to Thrive in a World of Chaos. Ken, that's, to me, Ken, that's the secret of everything. We are everything we're doing today. We're forgetting about these kids. I don't care. Look at what we're doing to our society today. We're forgetting about children. Children, they're they're not old enough to vote yet. They can't drive a car sometimes yet. They're having to wait for the family to have dinner on the table yet. I mean, there's so much. And, and, And these young kids are bright smart, they're craving to learn, they're visionaries, all over the world, visionaries, Absolutely. dreamers, and, and we need, you've gone and we need to teach them how to dream, we to them, okay. We need to teach them that hate doesn't solve hate, and that skin color is not who you are, Oh gosh, and that no. race is not who you are, and it's these parents that are teaching them just the opposite, they're teaching yeah. hate people who think different than you, hate people that have a different color skin, hate people that have a different race. And I personally am sick of it. So I did something about it. I started a nonprofit called Pebble in a Pond. One thought Pebble can change in your pond. life and the world. Mm-hmm. One thought can change your life and the world. And so I want to get that thought to people, that they don't have mm-hmm. to be a victim. They're not black. They're not Mexican. They're not brown. Well, they're not um, Indian. And when you're they're born, human. when you come out of that womb, there's no two... Skins alike, no two fingerprints alike, no two eyes alike. We're all different in the skin. That's right. And I don't care if you're all thinking you're about the same color or whatever. We're all different. You, the no two skins are alike. That's right. So we take that and we find so. evidence of successful people like us all around the world. Somebody said to me the other day that, that blacks are so oppressed. They said, then how did Barack Obama become president? How did Oprah Winfrey become a billionaire, one of the most beloved people on the planet? Well, look at the entertainers and the athletes that are multi-millionaires. Right. Uh, and look at another thing, Ken, a little bit here. Uh, I'm a woman. I'm a girl. And, you know, girls get, people look at a girl like, you can't do that. I know you can't right. do that. Um, forever. Forever. That's right. Which, so how would you have liked you, you to... Been in a I started a multi-million dollar research center to study the behavior of water and the body over evaporating 
with the behavior of the atmosphere, all water. They thought I was crazy. <laughs> Good for you. Oh, that's a, she, she's a woman. <laughs> and that's I'm the right. founder of technology as a woman. <laughs> that's and, amazing. Um, but I'm a woman, and I like being, by the way, I like being a woman. And Ken, I'm 78 years old, and I like being 78 <laughs> because I've learned my parents did a good job, Ken. They said, you've got so much to learn. you got so much to learn. I thought, well, the older I would get, Ken, the more I would learn. <laughs> Absolutely. But back to your thinking, you're, that you're right on, both of you there. Ken, you're right on. These young people have got to realize that there's so much dreaming out there. Don't be around people who don't want to vision and dream with you. Go toward that magnetism of where you can dream and enjoy and not being made fun of your, your inspiration and your imagination. Right? Absolutely. You, you know, what are the, you could take a group of kids and you can determine their outcome to a large degree, by who they associate with. Because that's going to be the level they rise to. That's it. And, and so they need to be around people that can propel them, be the wings beneath their, the wind beneath their wings. They need people that oh, can elevate them. That. Yeah. And that's really, really important. So if they don't have those people in their environment, they've got to find those people through books, through, through, through audio programs, through workshops, things like that, through higher education. They must surround themselves with like-minded people who are going someplace and are not stuck in the middle of Ely, Nevada. You know, and and I, they must I, not... Go ahead, Kevin. Ken, Ken I'm going to ask you something. Are you moving around? Because we're getting nope. a little bit of something from someone out there, a little bit of, like, something... I'm in one move. spot. I'm in the same spot. I haven't moved. Okay, because... Like two of us. <laughs> Okay, because I hear that. There's something there. But now, real back to what you guys have been doing with the mental. Um, I I started, uh, I bumped in by accident, both of you, uh, to a Nobel Prize winner. And they'd come up with a DVD years ago on the atomic bomb and what they had done and more just what was going on. And I saw on there uh, somebody who... Dr. Effie Chow from China, who had been into Tai Chi and uh, what the mental side of things and what she had learned about the power of water, but also because that was the the main ingredient in the atomic bomb. But anyway, back to Tai Chi and all that. So I started studying all that. And I was shocked how that Tai Chi does that more than even, I, I know karate a little bit, not myself, but I've studied it. And um, I know Del Saito here in town who taught me a lot. And I used to have him in some of my filming years ago and uh, about it with the, what goes on with martial arts. But the people getting, uh, uh, young people in schools, Ken, getting trained in, in their in, uh, physical education classes on um, these methods of thinking away from yourself and not putting yourself such a focus and going out into the visionary 
um, I got into that. But the, where, where does the martial arts come into both of you? When you're training people, when you're working with young people, and you're trying to get people the, what they need for physical uh, conditioning. And now we're learning about the word in, immunity strength of the body. If your mind is skilled and working, you're going to have immunity strength of the body. Um, we learn that now in studies. But what do you do for that? What do you what do you what do you do? With, and I know you're probably teaching them breathing exercises, drink a lot of water, food. But tell us about some of the things that you've been learning or the secrets that people need to learn. Kevin, go ahead. Do you want me to? Dr- All right. So for my side of the fence, you know, Ken and I are both martial artists, both uh, you know high level fitness coaches and, you know, that nature. So with my company, Burma Kearns, I combine it all. People try to say, well, what do you do? I'm like, I'm a fitness coach. So we combine functional strength training with martial art discipline, yoga, you know, qigong, and a lot of other stuff. And I think Coach Ken would agree, you know, I look back at my first karate school, United Studios of Self-Defense, and our underlining principles were character self-control, humility, discipline, dedication. And that pushes through. So in my business with my clients, I go, look, it's the two C's and the three D's. Commitment and consistency, desire, discipline, and dedication. If you don't have that, you're not going to succeed in anything that you do. You have to have that, that discipline, that commitment, that consistency. And a lot of times, as Coach Cam will probably agree, when you become consistent in anything, it progresses into perfection. Now, I don't believe in perfection, but I believe in progress. You know, we're all in progress, not perfection. And Coach Ken will agree with me, too, the way, because he's a high-level black belt. We were always taught, especially in the 70s and 80s and, you know, those times, that you're, once you reach black belt, that isn't, that's only the beginning. You're always a white belt. You're always okay, a Ken, beginner. Ken, tell us about your background. We're going to have to do another show with Ken where we can bring him on. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, And Ken, you're going to have, we've got five minutes all is left, and I decided not to have the commercial. But anyway, Ken, tell us your secrets with what you've been doing with some of your uh, training. What are the secrets? Because you're right on, Ken, about the COVID-19. It can be won. It can be battled. It can be winner. You you can outfox it. But what's right. the secret to what you've been training? Well, again, there's no, nothing more powerful than a made-up mind. What we see is what we become. What we focus on, in important point, what we focus on amplifies. What we focus on amplifies. What we focus on amplifies. So we focus on the COVID and the problem. It's all around us. We focus on, mm-hmm. the, on, the, on, the, on the national problems we have. It's all around us. It's bigger than ever. Do we focus on... The positive. Focus on what we want. I just had a fighter beat a guy that was bigger, stronger, higher rated, undefeated, and nobody expected him to win. We had one thought we focused on. That was to shatter his, sorry about this language, his glass shin. Shatter his glass shin. Shatter his glass shin. What happened? This guy lost the fight because he got kicked in the shin. It buckled on him. 
and he lost a huge UFC now, fight. Now, Ken, Ken, tell us where do, what, what kind of a fight was this so they understand it wasn't a neighborhood fight. <laughs> it was a UFC fight. It was mega fight. There we go. A, a main, main event thing. Uh, okay. And, and he won that fight because he focused on one thing and he amplified it. And he got the result he was looking for. So COVID's going to end. Focus on that. Let that amplify. Pope is giving you different times, free time, as the saying goes. Focus on how to use that. Do something new. Create a new craft, a new activity, a new hobby. Learn an instrument. Go do some service for other people. We have opportunity. Amplify what you want. Focus on what you want, and good things will happen. Okay, I'm, gonna t- I'm just going to do something else today. And Ken, Ken, can you come on again? I know how busy you both are. Are you able to do this again, Ken? I will, uh, I will try to find the time. I appreciate the okay. opportunity. I love okay. talking to you, and Kevin's my buddy, and I'll do anything I can for Kevin. <laughs> okay, because um, I think it's so Thanks, important. Same, same to you. It's so important. And, I'll make, sure, and I'll make sure I'm on time. It's, it's Eastern time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to re- remind a call, old man, huh? Old coach, <laughs> do you want to remind a call? Oh, no, Kevin, he was out having got, a breakfast. <laughs> no, no, Ken, I get this great book for you. Oh, with his Ed, girlfriend. Maybe you should read it. <laughs> yes, right. Anyway, real quickly, both of, both of you, I, I was going to say something today about uh, something real quick that's going to be very important sure. to help with both of you, with what you do and your training and your, um, out, your very both get a lot of attention. The education to the oral, oral cavity of this virus has not been educated. I'm bringing on, at the end of August, from UCLA, a scientist in oral cavity. And what this is all about with the spit coming out, and that tongue. When you talk, we spit. You don't see it. When you, right. when you open your mouth, that humidity comes out and sometimes a little spit. The more right. you talk the more you, your voice changes or more you get anxiety, that tongue reacts to the behavior with even more spit. When that spit comes out and you happen to be a habit that you haven't known it yet or you're a carrier, it'll touch something. Now, when your fingertips touch it and you go around the organ of the eye, that's the other one that hasn't been educated is that organ of the eye has always been the carrier to everything, everything, because that eyelid is open, not exposed to the atmosphere and has immunity strength that has to maintain, or you're weak at that moment with the organ of the eye. Now, to train that in your classes would be very important why they should be wearing masks. Why? Even in some of the countries, they're asking them to wear glasses to protect the organ of the eye from being a carrier and slow it down. We can outbox this virus once there's good education. Once people start sharing that education, the oral cavity of the spit, and then the organ of the eye being the carrier. And it's vital. And that immune system of that wire on there can is vital. It's 99% water. That's why when the eye drop touches it in the LASIK eye surgery or perspiration or anything touches it, it has a tendency to get too dry. The immunity strength will change at the moment. It needs to be maintained with 
the, the technology of this, what we're the founders of universally. But back to the whole thing, it's vital. It's vital. But the education is vital. Then they'll understand why the mask and why the education to every member of the family and friends should be open. And nobody's better at that than people like yourself. But we're out of time today. And uh, Ken, how do they find you on um, your website? It's real easy. Ken Baum, my name, K-E-N-B-A-U-M, then the word mental and the word edge. KenBaumMentalEdge.com. Okay, and then Kevin, how do they find you? Simple, almost as simple as Ken. Burn, B-U-R-N, with, W-I-T-H, my last name, Kearns, K-E-A-R-N-S.com. Okay, we're going to have, um, we're going to reschedule you again, if you would. And I think I like what you did, Ken. You brought up a lot of issues that need to be thought out with the strain, but also long-term. We're going to be in the global Olympics, I call it, Ken, forever. We need to reach out to all walks of life universally and educate them. They need better health education, too, by far. The doctors agree with it. Well, I want to thank you both for coming on today. And um, I wish you well and be healthy, be well. And what you're doing is so important right now. Thank you for coming on today. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Ken. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Well, audience, the show is over, goes so fast, and I want you to put every child's heart in your hands. They're all perfect to me. You be well, and thank you for listening. Bye. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel with an encore Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com.